It's time to talk money, honey. Pull up a chair. You're going to want to take some notes. We have Regina Tanby, the financial planning expert with over a decade of experience, nominated for excellence in advice and best leader in business. Here's Money Talk with Rich. Hi all, it's Reg here. I am coming to you with episode number seven and this I would like to call um, money and women, women and money, how to succeed. The fundamentals, I don't know, it just it feels like every name that I come up with is not appropriate or uh, devalues women in some way. So I just I want this to be an empowering educational podcast um, with some hot tips around um, women making smarter financial decisions. So if I can inspire one person to go and improve their financial situation and pay attention to what's going on, then mission accomplished. So I've got a few tips here to, to run through with you today um, about what I would suggest to anyone starting out in their financial planning journey as a woman or as a supporter of a woman in their life. Um, it is not always easy to start, um, but I implore you to take a baby step in the right direction. The first thing I would say is understanding your current situation, and that is a very um, in encompassing um, train of thought, I guess, is is what we'll call it. Um, Understanding your current situation involves what your beliefs are, um, the childhood that you've grown up with and your understanding of money and finance. Um, What are your values? What is actually important to you? What does money mean to you? Um, Why is it important to your situation? Um, are there some any self-sabotaging behaviors, habits, or thoughts when you think about your money situation? Um, does it cause like a, a knot in your stomach? Does it in- cause a bit of anxiety? Um, do you become stressed out even thinking about your money situation? Um, and that potentially is a, a condition of your history, your childhood, your environment, um, family, culture. There's so many different things, but I implore you, pull out a notebook, write down what's your childhood, um, what's your experience, what's your history with money, what are your beliefs, what are your values, what's important to you and what can money do for you. I would also write down what are some really positive financial decisions that you've made in the last 18 months that meant that you were working towards your financial success. I want you to write them down, articulate them, celebrate them um, and recognise those behaviours. And then on the other hand, I also want you to write down what were the the actions that you made that potentially um, were sabotaging your financial success. What can you do to fix those, heal those? Um, Is it something that requires... Um, some better habits, um, some better education. You know, it might even involve therapy. Um, Who knows? But I want you to improve. Um, I want you to understand your current um, situation with money and that is actually understanding what your current finances are. But the biggest thing is what 
is motivating and driving you to make the decisions around money because ultimately if you want to improve your situation it's it's almost like you need to change the dialogue to challenge yourself educate yourself and put yourself in the right direction my second tip is set goals for yourself you cannot measure your success unless you are understanding what the goalposts are So I would highly recommend um, sitting down and working out what your goals are for the next 12 to 18 months, 18 months to three, four years, four years to 10 years, 10 years plus. Um, And it doesn't have to be perfect um, because ultimately things change, life changes, life happens. Um, But um, if if you have some goals, I want you to articulate them in using the SMART method. Um, So you know, specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and with a time frame. Put a dollar figure on it um, and work out what you actually need to do to achieve that. In most cases, our goals involve some sort of dollar figure. How are we funding that? So that that actually leads me into my third tip, and that is um, understand your budget. And when I'm talking about budgeting, it doesn't mean uh, you have $50 of food for the week. What I'm wanting you to do is actually write down and record what your living expenses are uh, into a budget. So everything you've paid for in the last 12 months, I want you to understand what it costs for you to live. It's your income versus your expenditure and what's left over. Because at the end of the day, to uh, meet your goals, we need some extra funds on top of our living expenses. And your goals might be build savings, it might be reduce debt, it might be invest, it might be purchase a car in four years, it might be blah, blah, blah. You get the picture, right? Um, You need money for it. And where's this money coming from? A lot of the time we need to free it up um, between our income minus our expenses. So whatever is left over is usually what is driving us to, um, to our goals, Our surplus cash is the key to our financial security and our financial freedom. Understanding your goals is super important. List them out, short, medium, long term. Um, And I would really look at what's the priority here. And if you have too many competing goals, list them off, one, two, three, um, and, and work out, well, which one do we want to focus on? Because sometimes we have so much stuff in our head that we want to account for, we want to plan for, it's really hard to know where to start. So get your brain out on a piece of paper and then prioritize, work it out um, and go from there. My next point is challenge your thinking. What can you do to improve your situation? What is missing from your toolkit? And whether that is education, resources, um, what can you do to empower yourself to make better decisions? And a lot of the time it's communication and education. There are um, free government website resources, moneysmart.gov.au. There's a lot of podcasts out at the moment that are quite good. Um, She's on the money, Equity Mates, Millennial Money is just a few. But at the end of the day, no one is going to give you personal advice unless you go and see a financial planner. They know you inside, they'll get to know you inside and out, and then they'll develop strategies um, to help you achieve your goals. 
And look, it means that if you don't have the time to go and research and understand every single aspect of your finances and develop a plan for yourself, that's what the financial planner does. They want you to succeed and they hold your hand through that process. Number five is understanding your debts. What are they? How much are they costing you? What are the interest rates? How much of your cash flow are they eating up? Are we putting a rapid reduction plan in place? Do we have a goal associated with debt reduction? Um, what are our habits? And, you know, I go back to the, the, first situ- the first point and ask you, why is this debt taken out in the first place? And is it something that will continue to happen? Or is it something that we can pay off and then start building our wealth and making better decisions and better choices and better habits for ourselves? Debt is the allure of purchasing something without having enough wealth behind us when we look at it. So how do we build enough wealth to actually purchase things without borrowing? And it's, you know, there's nothing wrong with borrowing, but if you have a toxic relationship with using debt to gain your, um, you know, cars, boats, holidays, um, all those sorts of things, I just probably sit down and, you know, go back to point one again. What are we doing this for? Why are we going through this cycle? Um, not everyone has... Um, a bad relationship with debt and some people are really good at paying it off um, and have no issue with with debt and again everything we talk about is always general in nature um, and you should always go and seek professional advice but it's just again it's shining a light it's highlighting it's emphasizing that we need to pay attention to what is going on in each aspect of our finances number six invest in yourself i want you to think about that for a minute how can you invest in yourself to increase your wealth? There are, quite, there are lots of different ways you can do this, um, whether that is um, study, um, applying for a higher paying role, um, building your savings with surplus cash, um, starting to invest in your personal name, starting to invest in your super. Start utilizing the beautiful wonder of the world, compound interest. The sooner you start, the bigger the effect it is over time. Number seven, if you have a partner, communication is key. Ask them, sit down, schedule a date. And I know sometimes if there's children, busy lifestyles, whatever it is, it can be really, um, it can get pushed aside. Yeah. Um, I want you to have a conversation with your partner and Uh, write it down, articulate it. What's important to both of you? What's their money story? What's their history? What do they foresee happening in the future? And and what are they, what are their goals? And, And you have that conversation with each other. More importantly, how can your household income, um, and yourselves support each other in, in your goals? We all have our personal goals. We have joint goals. Um, what what's the priority what's the trade-off um if we're and in particular if one of you is taking time out to study or to um, care for children or care for elderly parents or care for your partner because you know they they might have health issues or a disability or something like that what are we doing to um how can we if we can um replace that income that you were earning at full-time capacity 
Is there something else that we could be doing? If Particularly if you know that you're going to have a family or you're going to study or you're taking some time off, what can you do now to start planning together to help your goals come to fruition? And sometimes there are competing goals. I totally understand that. You need to have a very open, communicative relationship with your partner and step it out. Um, identify any issues that potentially are going to happen in in attaining your goals and work through it together and check in regularly with each other. That is probably the number one least addressed thing I see in relationships with couples, um, particularly when it comes to money matters. My eighth point, it's never too late to start. It doesn't matter how old you are. It doesn't matter where you are in your journey. It's never too late to start investing in yourself, to start learning, to start reviewing, to start putting more money away for yourself. Number nine, know your worth. This is a really big one and not just financially, but financially for the version of this podcast. I want you to think about the job that you're in the role that you're in, roles that you apply for, the promotion that you are going for, the performance review that's coming up. And I want you to understand what your worth is. Now, not everyone's worth is money. It can be flexible working hours. Um, It can be a title. It can be um, bonuses. It can be um, lots of different things. But I want you to understand what your currency is, what your energy is, and if it's the money side of things, and let's face it, money makes the world go around, and if we are earning more money, we have more choices. Understand what your role is worth. Understand the minimum amount that you want to get paid for what you do. Ultimately, you are sacrificing so much to be paid for a role to support yourself often your loved ones and your families. And the biggest thing that I see is underselling yourself, settling for an income because you can or you don't want to uh, raise um, eyebrows or you you don't want to draw focus to being needy or um, too much. But the thing is, I want you to go, to understand how much you should be paid for your role. And obviously, this is based on experience, training, levels, um, time at work, um, the industry that you're in. Do some research. Speak to um, contacts in the industry. Speak to your human resources team. Speak to um, potential um, recruiters. Have a look at the SEEK website, speak to your planner, speak to anyone that can help you um, work out what you're worth um, in a financial sense for committing yourself to a role. Number 10, this is super important um, and not necessarily related directly back to financial planning, but it is something that I'm super passionate about. Educate and empower other women. And what do I mean by that? I implore you to open up channels of communication with your family, your mother, sisters, daughters, friends. You might not have the expertise to advise people, but by opening up conversation with each other, 
sharing your struggles, sharing your wins. Um, It really is about empowering others to make better decisions. This is why I do Money Talk with Reg. This is why I spend a lot of time in the community educating people about their money matters. It's super important. Um, Education is one of the biggest, strongest, most powerful commodities you can own. And as I said, you might not have the expertise and the know-how, but if you're opening up a conversation, understanding where to find basic resources and discussing these topics, you you just don't understand the power and the, the flow and effect that has on the women in the community and the families in the community and the women and men in general. I would like to say thank you to all the amazing uh, women in this world. Uh, recently with International Women's Day, Last week, it's really inspired me uh, to do this podcast and I know some really fabulous men that support the women in their lives. So kudos to you Um, and keep up the good fight, keep learning, keep growing and as always, please seek financial advice, please seek professional advice for your situation before you do anything else. If you can, please do it. Until the next session, thanks for listening. Thank you.